Hello, and welcome to the eTech Podcast with me, your host, Ryan Morn. I have been involved in the development of electrified vehicles and machines since 2005 as an engineer and a business leader. This podcast is the product of my passion for electric and autonomous vehicle technology. I'm here to share knowledge from some of the world's leading experts, as well as my own insights. Join me as we accelerate the transition to cleaner, safer and smarter vehicles and grow the industry around the world. Uh, Today's podcast is uh, something that we've done before, which is a deep dive with one of Avid's other members of staff into a particular key technology area. So I got the the fantastic opportunity to sit down and spend a bit of time uh, with Dr. Thanos Alexakis, who is the lead in our thermofluids engineering group. So he's responsible for developing new fan and pump platforms within the business. And the particular topic we were talking about was electric fans and design optimization and the design process for electric fans. So without further ado, get into today's podcast i really hope you enjoy it if you get some value from it don't forget to hit like uh, give us a rating and uh, and share it with with other people that you know uh so we're here with danos alexikis uh today who's the lead engineer in avid's thermofluids and e-machines uh engineering team um, and we're going to talk about electric fans and that's one of your uh, particular areas of expertise. You, you, you've started at Avid doing fan blade design, Thanos. Um, so uh, thanks for agreeing to, to do this today. W- when you're um, doing a fan design, is there a, uh, is there a sort of particular process that you would normally follow uh, for a new fan design? Yeah, so we would start from the blade that's what delivers the, the airflow. Yeah. And obviously some appreciation of cooling system yeah. is required just so you can understand the requirement. And then once you have blade design, then that informs the motor design. Yeah. And then that informs the electronics and software design. Okay. And obviously that goes hand in hand with your space claim limitations. Yeah. And then other things like weight and noise that's very important certainly with um, hybrid and electric vehicles because okay. you don't have a big diesel engine uh, to listen to so you have like almost like a silent very different sound profile motor you know traction motor right so if your fans are blasting then that immediately becomes uh, an audible noticeable noise yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so um, you don't want noisy fans no no, no. You cannot avoid them completely, okay? Because you are obstructing f- airflow. Yeah. And you try to force it through a ring. Yeah. And then that's being then blown against some sort of restriction. Okay. Yeah. So there will be noise, hmm. but there are ways, you know, to to go about it. Um, but it it is it is a it, it is an important consideration noise. Okay, and then just just to explore that a little bit more, then what are the kind of things that you can do in terms of uh, Im- improving the the noise performance of a fan blade design? There are things like the um, annular ring, which is almost like the equivalent of the winglets you see at the uh, the wings of an airplane. Okay, yeah. Uh, the tipped. Then there is um, the uh, the non radial blade stacking. Yeah. So uh, backwards or forwards um, swept blades yeah 
uh, that helps. And then there are other things um, like uh, serrated uh, trailing edges, edges on the on the fan blade. Yeah, these are less uh, common uh, or uh, asymmetrical uh, blade spacing. Okay. Um, but all you know. Um, all, all, all these things, you know, they, they, they provide um, uh, a noise reduction benefit. And are, are there, a, is there a trade-off? So if you're, if you're aiming for the quietest fan, is there a trade-off in other areas of its performance? Yeah, there is a risk that you know the airflow delivery will, will suffer. Okay. Uh, or there may be, a, you know, structural um, issues. You know, if you have too aggressive, you know, three D shapes on the blade. Yeah, you may introduce uh, uh, you know a weak spot, you know, right? Structurally, but then incidentally, for example, when we talk about annular rings, yeah, they do provide a strengthening uh, uh, enhancement. Yeah, uh, in addition to the you know, noise improvement, okay, for example. Yeah. So yeah, there are there are compromises and trade offs. Uh, there are some trends, for example, larger diameter, slower spinning fans are usually better for noise. Okay, yeah. Um, or the opposite, if you're trying to pass a lot of flow in through a very small fan, it will probably be noisy. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, the how many fans, how big a fan has system level uh, considerations. Yeah, it's pretty rare that you'd have. In fact, it's, it seems always to be pretty rare that you'd even have the space that you need for a basic system, let alone yeah. the space claim to yeah. really add yeah. surface area for, for lots of extra yeah. cooling. Yeah. That's, that's uh, typically a, a big challenge, yeah. isn't it? Mm. Um, do, do you see any um, sort of themes in terms of the requests that you get from customers for, for new fan designs? What are the trends? Again, uh, noise. Okay. So and low noise, and I think now the 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 customers typically uh, prescribe a speed which is usually slow. It's like yeah. you know, and I think that's to mitigate against noise. Right. And uh, but then that has. Uh, an implication of the motor design, yeah, uh, and the electronics as well. Because you you might be trying to deliver higher torque at, at a lower, lower speed, speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. means typically more current, more copper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bigger, more expensive yeah. motor. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, but the, yeah, that's that's very typical. So, um, so there is uh, a firmer noise requirement mm. or specification, and then there is a speed requirement that goes hand in hand with that right uh, but that, that's that's not, that's good because it, it's sort of like it frames the requirements straight away yeah in your experience and I, I know you've designed a good number of fans now what are, what are the main challenges that you've come across so the the, the trade-off between um uh, noise and performance okay yeah so yeah. that that would be the main challenge yeah, yeah, yeah. how do you go about um once you've done a design on something like a fan, how do you go about making sure that it's going to deliver consistent performance? What so that you've got the initial design, 
what do you have to do before you launch that as a production product? A, a, a good design process, I think, is 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 is, is central to to you know, front loading and ensuring that the fan will deliver on and on consistently. Um, testing, loads of testing, yeah, wind tunnel testing, um, and as much simulation as you can afford within yeah. uh, uh, given time scales. Uh, so, so there's a, you're doing product validation testing um, on the fan. Is, is there like different manufacturers, do they have different requirements for product testing? Uh, or do you always end up doing basically the same bits of work? There are there there are usually variations of the same thing. So right. and, and 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 typically those tests are referred to some ISO standard, for example. Yeah. So um, every now and then there will be um, a specific customer-driven requirement that's not in any standard. Yeah. Uh, documents just you know, what the customer has specified internally and yeah. and requires of the um, the suppliers, um, so you know there's nothing particular there that you know stands out, and interestingly um, in in the, in the product validation and verification stage, more importantly the one that you do it towards the end. Yeah. You know the functionality, for example, the 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 delivery of flow. Yeah. That's that's already established. Okay. So yeah. what you need to and make sure is that after you've done test one, two, three, and four, and you've passed. Yeah. Then you do a functional test. That, that it still delivers the same. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's yeah, no detrimental yeah. effect yeah. on airflow because of something. Yeah. In the, yeah. 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 And then do you, do you, I guess I mean do you see often see problems in in testing? Do you do you kind of uh, encounter challenges when you're doing those validation tests? There are some challenges at the earlier um, um, design verification tests. Yeah. Uh, mainly around validating um, the blade performance. Yeah. Um, so the material of the blade of the prototype blades. Uh, is important. Yeah. Um, um, so, for example, you know, um, uh, polyamide-based rapid prototype uh, blades, they may not be as structurally sound because of the material properties or the, you know, the finishing, like the, the surface roughness of, of the blade. Yeah. Um, is not what it would be for, like, a, you know, the same as a, PA66 injection molded yeah. plastic layer, for example, and that has a detriment on the flow performance. Right. So you you go in the wind tunnel and you don't get what you thought and you don't know where it comes from. You know, <laughs> is it because you know the blades are you know deflecting or is it because the surface finish uh, on the blade is uh, inhibiting your you know lift performance, mm. things like that. So then you know, can you make a more robust blade from Metal, yeah, yep. Is it too heavy? You know, how do you, you know? Yeah. So yeah, does that affect the performance? Exactly. Again? Yeah. So these are the things that tend to um, to make a difference early on, mm. but as soon as you go through that successfully, yeah, then in terms of 
airflow delivery, that side of performance validation is easy to, to manage across the development side. Right. Yeah. Okay. And um, what would be, you know, if, what would be your sort of key tips and advice for a, a, a vehicle system engineer who is looking at specifying a, a fan? Are there, are there any kind of mistakes that you see people commonly make or...? or um... Yeah, so we have seen um, a few things. So we have seen, um, so the, um, the, the airflow requirement, the number, so um, sometimes it seems a bit odd or off or a bit too aggressive. Yeah. And, um, and we have been suspecting for quite a while that, um, you know, um, the people pay more attention on the data sheet instead of the, of the fan curve. Okay. And the data sheet will probably mention like the maximum flow yeah. number, but that in most cases will correspond to like a free flow condition. So no restriction. Right. Which you don't have on a vehicle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's one uh, common theme. So be careful about your airflow and restriction. Exactly. Yeah. Way. So yeah. Yeah. So fan performance need to be discussed and addressed uh, using the fan curve. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, in, in when it comes to electric fans, we sometimes see that maybe the customer is referring to kilowatts of heat rejection versus kilowatts of fan motor. Yeah. So, you know, knowing which which one's what. And knowing your kilowatts. Knowing your kilowatts, yeah. Knowing yeah. your kilowatts. So that's my heat rejection and that's how many kilowatts of a fan motor I need. Yeah. And they don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so distinguishing between those and knowing your kilowatts. The, the the last thing that I would um, I would consider as as an important um, design point is, you know, n when we're talking about um, you know using the fan curve instead of a of a single number on the yeah. data sheet, um, not all that curve that you see on the paper, not all of that is um, effective. Yep. So you, it doesn't mean that you can be anywhere on that curve and that's your fan sorted and working great. Uh, okay. So because is that because fan blades tend to have quite a narrow efficiency window? So you've got like one point where it's efficient and then it falls off quite quickly either yeah. side of that? Yeah, yeah. So there is what we call the, you know, the unstable region of the fan towards the, um, you know, the higher pressure lower yeah. floor rates. Then there is like the stall region yeah um so so it's very important to have a, a system restriction curve and then map that against mm. the fan performance curve yeah and if that um intersection point it's too far on your left yeah then you know give someone a call and <laughs> yeah because if it's so the because you might think oh actually if i just fit a huge fan um It'll be fine because it's going to have more airflow than yeah. I need, and that's great. But actually, you could end up in a situation where you're not 
getting any airflow because you're running the fan so slowly yeah. it doesn't actually yeah. generate the pressure to, to go through the system so over fanning your system yeah. can be about as bad a thing as under yeah. under providing for yeah. it as well yeah or, or a, a wildly uh, a, a very poor efficiency for the fan at that. yeah exactly because yeah. They, they consume I mean fans generally are not massively efficient are they so axial fans yeah. so you, you're looking at a lot of power consumption on an on an EV but I guess it depends on the kind of EV if you've got ram air or no ram yeah, air but yeah, it, can, yeah. it can be really high power yeah. consumption for, yeah, for yeah, the, yeah. you know parasitic uh, loss yeah. on the powertrain talking about ram air um, another interesting um, uh, design challenge and maybe because you know we come from a heavy duty commercial vehicle background where there's no ram air yeah um, is you know how do you manage a free wheeling fan under excessive ram air okay yeah um, you know, do you make it run as a wind turbine if you do that then your software your hardware needs to be tuned to sustain that I think it's called fourth quadrant yeah uh, regenerative mode yeah so if you basically the fan is being spun by airflow yeah so that's, this is that's something called windmilling yeah so then if you just let that spin up you, you could go too fast and damage stuff but with the, the kind of motor that we have you you're generating effectively you could be generating yeah power but then that creates drag yeah so what are, what's the strategy to control the fan speeds to prevent damage to the system yeah. but also not to, to minimize drag uh, yeah. on, on the on the vehicle yeah. I guess yeah and you know if there is any amount of DC current generated back into the system you know how that does that need any management yeah is it you know circling around the system you know yeah. um, it's these types of consideration the other thing is what what the team was describing to me recently is that you know drag you know that is also following a curve yeah so depending on your ram air and your fan speed you know it doesn't necessarily mean that you always have you know a lot of drag you may not have a lot of drag because that's yeah. subject to a curve as well yeah so it's it's so you could in theory you could move the fan into an it's an operating speed relative to the vehicle or the ram air yeah. Uh, velocity and and effectively cancel out the drag yeah. of the fan blade yeah, yeah. just by holding it at the right yeah, operating yeah, point yeah. and is there anything that um, you think that a vehicle designer or a system designer could do at a vehicle system level to basically make life easier for the fans to improve the, the fan condition what are the what are the key things that um, they should try and take into account so system restriction um, on the sort of like on the direction of the flow, uh, on the direction of flow, so usually actually. So, you know, the proximity of components uh, upstream and downstream of the fans, you know, the yeah. grills and the, and, the, and the density of the radiators and how close these are. Um, and it will be different for different fan designs. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's key, uh, and that then will inf affect the noise performance and, and the fan size and, and, and the fan efficiency. The other consideration is um, uh, the 
how uniform the flow is across a radiator pack yeah. and whether that's important or not. For example, you know, do you want many, like an array of many fans or uh, an array of not so many fans? Yeah. Um, with passenger automotive, you know, uh, uh, crash and where the fan is and how many fans you have yeah. is important, you know, for yeah. the crumble zone and, yeah. you know, what ends up being passed on to the passenger, basically, yeah. in the event of a crash. Um, so these are interesting things that come up. Yeah. Um, windmilling um, is, is interesting. So it's, we have been... Especially some of the, because you, you, you're on a couple of programs where the vehicles are going like... 400 kilometers per hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of slightly fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So not 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 a massive issue on a bus. In fact, not an issue at all on a bus. No. The cooling pack's normally at the back, so there's no ram air. But uh, yeah, some really exotic um, EV AGV programs with uh, very very high vehicle velocities. Yeah. So yeah, 400 kilometers an hour is um, that's that's moving. Yeah, yeah, and 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 the aerodynamics of of the whole vehicle and 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 your floor regions, you know around and through the vehicle and the fans and the cooling system but this this is really this all becomes very challenging and interesting and hard to get your head around in such yeah. a fast moving vehicle yeah we have seen you know uh, weird flow and, and and pressure figures yeah uh, for these type of scenarios you get some strange phenomena yeah, aerodynamic yeah, phenomena yeah, building yeah, it yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, understanding your pascals and mm. and um, and cubic meters per second and where those happen and how and, and why, yeah, and the system restriction that's really important certainly in in a very um, in in such a high speed scenario. Um, the other thing is, you know, in the spirit of being creative, we have seen people putting fan systems at the rear of the vehicle. Yeah. And after a certain speed, after a certain vehicle speed, that's also problematic because you create like a like a, a zone of no air to you know pull air from the back. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. So like a de- uh, yeah, yeah, negative pressure or low, yeah. low pressure zone. Yeah. Mm. So there are there are things like that. They they don't come up very often, but yeah. they do come up. Yeah. So it's always a, a lot of trade-offs at a vehicle, particularly passenger vehicle level with vehicle styling, vehicle aerodynamics, and then thermal systems. Yeah. It's like those are the key kind yeah. of headbutt topics of yeah. where yeah. the stylist wants one thing, the cooling guy wants yeah. another thing, and the aerodynamics guy wants something completely different. Yeah. Yeah. And trying to make all of those things overlay and actually make something that works, yeah. especially at 400 kilometers an hour is... Uh, is, is, is really yeah. a big challenge yeah uh, okay great great well thanks very much for that um, really appreciate the you taking out <laughs> the time uh, to, to do this today thank you great
Okay, that's all we had time for today. Really hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Um, there's more podcasts coming soon. We've got a couple of really exciting interviews coming up with some some uh, companies involved in the EV space at all kinds of different levels from really uh, important powertrain componentry right up to vehicle manufacturers themselves. So make sure you subscribe to the channel so you get the, the future episodes. And remember, if you enjoyed this, don't forget to hit like, give us a rating, um, tell us what you think. If you have any questions that you'd like us to look at, we, we do also have some questions coming. Um, don't forget to send those in as well. So I look forward to speaking to you again soon and really hope you enjoyed today's show.